Hello and welcome to the Ball and Foot Podcast. I'm your host Daniel and I'm joined thankfully, graciously, and so just happy to have him back this week. Uh, Jason, (laughs) how are you doing today, man? Dude, I'm doing pretty good. I'm so glad that you let me back on after I've abandoned you for the last couple of episodes. Dude, those are the, probably I think the two least listened to episodes that we've ever put out and they were the worst two episodes that I've ever done. I hated every minute being by myself. <laughs> I do not like it. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty pissed at our fan base for not showing up for you. Yeah. Like, you're clearly the better person on this podcast. They need to recognize this, and I will kill anyone who doesn't. <laughs> I mean, clearly they're listening for you now. We have that proof whenever five yeah. people, you know, whatever. But, hey, you're back. Hey, I, I'm glad you're yeah. back. Hey, I'm glad to be back. I'm happy to be here with you. It's been a while since we've caught up. So we kind of did some of that, but I am happy to catch up in the in the more official setting of a podcast. I also need to say a disclaimer. I, I'm not going to kill anybody. So I just, I don't need, this is going to be recorded and put out publicly. I don't need that kind of stigma on me. I don't need that kind of, uh, you know, evidence against me. I'm not trying to do anything to have a situation where I have evidence against me. Um, I'm just happy to be here with you. So uh, I don't want to ruin this podcast by getting arrested, and then you have to do all the episodes by yourself. Oh no! That but would, what? Be awful. That would be cool though. No, if I did it from jail though. Okay, now that would be cool. Yes, <laughs> if we had a prison podcast, now we need a whole new direction at that point in time. Yeah, I'll give you updates about the sporting events in the prison yard. <laughs> we do. Uh, it'd be like behind bars, the Jason Sanders prison saga. <laughs> um, this sounds awesome. <laughs> Okay, I take everything back I said in the disclaimer. No, I'm just kidding. There's still a disclaimer. I'm not killing anybody. I don't. I don't want to have to do that podcast. But if I have to go to jail, I'll probably make it easier if we do do that. Uh, hey, then you know I can. Uh, you know your our monetization. We can just put it on your uh, jail tab every month, and you can buy a bunch of cigarettes with it. <laughs> Dude, I will say. So there's apparently this potato chip that they sell in prison. Um, it's very delicious. I've had them because you can buy them now. Uh, just as like a straight retail thing. Um, well, like on their website, they're called the whole shebang. I thought you were going to say it's the one with all the wrappers on it. Did you see? No, that? no, no, no. <laughs> no. I did have some uh, Lil Boozy's New Orleans chips the other day. Okay. Because somebody got me a snack box uh, subscription. Um, and they send you snacks from all over the world. And this one was like road trip. But it was like through the American West or something. <laughs> so it had like cactus candy, like uh, a meat stick, and then like some little boozies. But, but <laughs> um, if we talk about little boozy from New Orleans, yeah, yeah. How, how was that out west? That's like I don't, I don't know. That's like the pictures they did, but I think it was just a general okay. road trip. I think. Right, I, I say, think that was what it was. Someone doesn't know their geography very well. They're calling New Orleans, Louisiana West. Like, yeah, yeah, got some problems. But, a, but a, they tasted a little bit like the whole shebang chips. Um, so if you want little Boosie's um, New Orleans heat uh, chips, you can try that. Or the Voodoo chips, they taste like whole shebang. But whole shebang, it's got something going for it that I think uh, the others don't, and I can't quite pinpoint it. So I'll buy us some when we do our in-game. Or in-person game watch that we're going to have okay. up soon. All right. Yeah. I mean, hey, little. If anybody knows about the inside of prison, it's a little Boosie. He's been there a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. Okay, well, I can buy the whole shebang. I can buy one six-ounce bag for $15 on Amazon. Well, shit. That's quite a bit of, <laughs> that's quite a bit of pee right there. They're not cheap. You have to basically buy them in, like, box form. But, oh, no, they're down for maintenance. Oh, this is bad. Oh, okay. We might not be able to get them. Anyway, I've totally derailed this. This is why I should never be allowed on here. What an opening. Yeah, y'all get to hear us talk about prison, <laughs> chips in prison, little Boosie made an appearance in this. I mean, like, hey, what, a, what an intro to this podcast. If you're not entertained, I don't know. I, you're not a real person. Yeah, yeah, you're not real. You're just a bot who listens to this for some reason. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, let's just jump into it. This is going to be a Salzburg uh, match review podcast episode thing today. Um, Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, we're through the group stage. We're locked up the first hey. place. Before Graham Potter came to Chelsea, we were... Not even sure we were going to make it out of the group stage. Yeah. Like, his first game in charge was against Salzburg, right? Like, it, yep. it, was, mm-hmm. a, he drew. it was a draw. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's not too long ago. And my, how things have changed. My, oh, my, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, they have. Things are looking a, a lot more up for Chelsea. At least the Champions League they are, you know. Um, after, I mean, this is a great win coming off such a depressing, heartbreaking loss to United this past weekend. Which is a frustrating match that was. I'm not going back into that. I'm sort of coming out of my depression from that match now. Um, so, but yeah, it was a great um you know, victory, and we're top of the group, so should get a better draw now in the round of 16 than what we would have if, you know, we finished second in the group. So that was a big plus. And I think the biggest thing out of this is we get to rest players next week, midweek. So yeah. we don't have to run Kovacic and Silva and Jorginho and, you know, Mount and all those players out there. We can give them a nice break. I mean, I'm just saying, Potter, just it's not October anymore. Next next match it'll be November, so you don't have to right. worry about my streak anymore. So yeah, just play some academy players, Potter. Just play some academy boys and Chuck. Hey, hey so yeah, because I so I was looking at our predictions the other day. I went back and listened to that episode. So uh, we got one more uh, play hit on our Champions League <laughs> episode, and so I was listening to that and. Um, so you predicted nine points in the second place finish, and I predicted 13 points in the second place finish. I'm really foolish on the second place finish thing, but I have a chance to get to the 13 points yep. that I predicted. But here's the thing. I feel like that's a pretty good prediction. That's a very good prediction. But you are about to be, or you are on the cusp of having your unbeaten streak in in October prediction that's about to come true. And I feel like that's probably going to win on its own, the predictions game. And that's like a spontaneous out of nowhere. Hey, we're coming in October, new manager. Uh, we're going unbeaten. And I, I think I'm just going to give you the tro. I can't remember what we decided was the trophy. So rubber. Duck. I, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just going to give you the rubber duck. <laughs> we, we don't lose to Brighton coming up i think you get that trophy oh man i, I pray we don't lose to brighton because we need those three points really bad so i pray that yeah. that does not happen but um 
yeah, I mean, you know, new manager, his last name's Potter, so clearly he's a wizard. It's October. It just all lined up so perfectly for it to be an undefeated. I don't know why anybody else didn't see this coming. Like, where's all these pundits? Like, I mean, it was right there. It was in front of us. Yeah. Written, Potter handed it to us, and, you know? So, I didn't really think it was that hard of a prediction to make. I mean, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Potter's this a This is why people not listening to this podcast uh, are missing out. They miss out on the real predictions that that matter and that come true apparently in this case you're gonna i'm freaking have to buy you a rubber duck <laughs> oh man we'll have to uh we'll have to find something else to wager on the world cup you know for uh, oh, yeah. our predictions for the world cup whenever that happens um on a i predict yeah. reese james does not play no matter how many <laughs> instagram posts he makes about wanting to feel so bad for that guy gutted for reason that sucks um yeah so anyway Let's just jump into the Salzburg match review. We just uh, took 10 minutes to talk about Rubber Ducks and B- Little Boosie. So. <laughs> <laughs> we sprinkled some uh, football in we there. Did. So I, it, a it counts a little. <laughs> it does. It does. So, um, yeah. So, Salzburg, you know, comes out. And I think, you know, they released the lineups. And I don't know how you took the lineups. Because I know you uh-huh. were. I don't. Did you even see the lineups when they first came? Because I know I, you were in the air. I, I didn't. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was driving back. Okay. So I. I didn't see the lineup. I saw that you sent it to me after I walked in the door. Um. And I'll say what happened right after I walked in the door of my house. But yeah. I was about twenty-ish minutes late. Yep. Uh, to the game. So I know for me, and I think most of Reddit and most of Twitter, uh, the lineup was a little bit of a shock. A little bit of. What is Potter doing? Either Potter's going to come out of this match looking like a genius, or Potter's going to come out of this match looking like a buffoon. Um, so, <laughs> right, he proved us right. He, I mean, I, I still don't think Sterling's a great wing back. I don't think Pulisic's a great wing back. Um, Gallagher played fantastic mm-hmm. in the the pivot, which was sort of shocking. I didn't see that one coming because the last yeah. time he tried that, it didn't work out so well. Um. But yeah, I, the, the lineup was a little, a little worrying when it came out. I want to say the least, uh, especially when I saw Kukurea at left center back. That was a, like, just apparently, and so it doesn't help that he was in the hospital like two weeks ago for five days, and I think he lost like ten pounds almost, um, and he's still recovering <laughs> from tonsillitis. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't really know. So apparently, that's a thing going around in in uh, England right now is tonsillitis. I didn't know that that was a thing that knocked you on your ass like that for so long, but apparently it does. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but anyway, I don't know. So it's one of those things. Well, yeah, I'm kind of catching up on the lineup right now. Yeah. So, um, on this particular app that I'm looking at, um, they have us in a three, four, almost three. It's like a three, four, one, two with Gallagher just behind the first two mm-hmm. in the middle with Gallagher behind Obama, Yang and Havertz. So I think that that's kind of interesting, um, that that's the way they lined us up. I'm going to see what Google says about it. Yeah, that's true. Cause Kova was in the pivot. I forgot that Kova was out there. And that was another thing that scared me about this lineup too, was Kovacic being out there. I just feel like his minutes are getting up there, you know, at this point in time. Yeah. And he's apparently got a 
minor knee injury that he is playing through at this point in time. So it's just like one wrong move and, you know, he could bang that knee again or mess it up. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, knee injuries are getting to be kind of a concern here, right? Like Kulabali yeah. didn't play because he had a knee. Well, he felt his knee, he and then felt, felt it knee. more. Yeah, <laughs> and then felt it more, and then I mean, Reese is out with a knee injury. Uh, Kova is playing through a knee injury. That makes me really nervous because mm-hmm. um, Kova is just slightly more injury prone than some of the other uh players we have. So. That is just a little concerning. Okay, um, Google has us as a 3-5-2 with Gallagher playing to the right of Jorginho, but between him and Pulisic. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's however you look at it, we had three midfielders, and that's sort we're of We're so what, fluid. Yeah. Like, we're so fluid. I, I don't think, it's hard to nail it down, mm-hmm. I think. I agree. I mean, I, but I think that's part of, you know, Potter's philosophy is that fluidness you know, that he brings in the tactics and stuff. So I don't know the, the lineup though was, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure I tweeted out that like either Potter's a mad genius or he's just an idiot or something, something along (laughs) those lines. Cause it was an interesting lineup um, to say the least. Okay. So do you think though, based on how the game, I mean, so based on how the game turned out, spoilers, we won two, one, (laughs) um, Based on how the game turned out, though, but versus our performance in the game, do you think it's safe to say, like, Potter is a mad genius or uh, whatever the other one was? An idiot. Oh, idiot. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we, I like, because I, I honestly do not think, like, there's a lot of hype about this team right now in in the internet sphere mm-hmm. i i came in i i got the game on tv i walked in the door probably took me a minute or two to get the game on tv because paramount plus was being weird yesterday or the other day and i got it on right as kova scores that goal that that's just a that's just a galasso mm-hmm. yes right yes havertz goal spoilers havertz scored the second goal to win it Havertz goal was just a really great goal yeah um from the top of the box into the top corner both goals rooted their keeper to the spot Mm -hmm. um so they were just really great individual goals yes now we can talk about um we can talk about because the first goal just pops out to Kova like uh from from one of their defenders and it pops out and he like first time volleys it just sweeps it into the goal it was amazing the second goal Pulisic technically gets an assist for that he does technically yes and he's he's getting a lot of praise about his one assist that he got this game because he has gotten some assist in the other he's gotten assist in goals in the other starts that he's had but we could talk about that in a second. But they weren't team goals. They were individual goals. And I and I came into the game late. I came into the game halfway through the first half. I still do not think we're performing well as a team. 
Like I, I, it's hard to argue against the results that we have. Mm-hmm. I think the fluidity that Potter has instilled in the team is has been very, very. It's worked to our advantage because I feel like teams are having a hard time defending against us. I still don't think we're putting in great team performances, and it's good to see Havertz get a goal. Like. How often has that happened this season? <laughs> True. Like, like Obama Yang didn't get a goal this time. Obama Yang gets a goal every couple games or so. Gallagher didn't get a goal this time, but Gallagher was the best player on the pitch, probably, while he was in there. Um, Jorginho tried to get a goal, it, and it it just that was a that was a weakest shot I've ever seen. A valiant but effort it, by Jorginho. But at least he kicked the ball because Pulisic completely whiffed. That's that was on on one of his attempts. Yeah, Kova scores a like at least one worldie like every ten games mm-hmm. at this point. Sterling does nothing. He nothing. runs a lot. Yeah, he might draw defenders a bit. That's about it. Kukurea is just okay as like a as like a true left back. Silva can genuinely do no wrong. The dude is a 30... I'm 37. If I had fallen like that, I'd be dead. I wouldn't be getting up. Yeah, there's no way. I, I don't know how Silva's still alive. Yeah. I feel like there are rules that need to be looked at in situations like that because that is endangering a player. That was attempted yeah. murder is what that was. <laughs> I mean, you cannot do that to a 37-year-old. Seriously. Um, Chalaba... Chalaba is doing better than I expected in that position. He's not He's not being normally... Because we talked about this when Chalaba first started starting, when Fofana went down, and then when Reese and all the injuries happened, and we knew he was coming in the match, is that we said he has those usually one or two boneheaded moments a game, and outside yeah. of those one or two boneheaded moments, he'll be brilliant. Yes. But yeah. he hasn't really had those boneheaded moments as of yeah. late. I mean, every now and then, they're not as consistent. Like as they yeah. were before, so I, he has been fantastic filling in. Yeah, he's been so impressive, and uh, Keppa is on a streak. He he started showing some old Keppa in this yeah. game, though. Mm-hmm. His distribution was off. He was coming out of the box a little bit. Like one of the things that got him benched was like he made wrong choices when the ball was coming into the box mm-hmm. and was and was missing like some things that should have been saved. Yeah. And some of that was coming coming to fruition. Like there's there's like a couple times he tried to come out and punch the ball and it he mistimed it. Yeah. And he ran into traffic and like he couldn't get over him. Like I so that that's a little bit concerning. But Keppa is on a streak that has been really good lately. And he he also had some amazing saves in this game. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, I just went through the whole team and we could talk about some of the subs, but I think some of the subs were more just kind of strategic in the end. Yeah. Um, like to kind of waste some time. So we can talk about some of them, but, but like, yeah, my question that before I went on a tangent and took over the podcast, because I guess I haven't been here in a while is like, is, is Potter mad genius or, or like does, or I, in some ways I felt like we were a bit fortunate in this game. I mean, Salzburg hadn't lost at home in 18 months. Like, it's nice to be the team to, to kind of take them out of it. Also, they missed a lot of opportunities that we were trying to gift them. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just football sometimes. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, where do you draw a line? 
Yeah, but we missed our opportunities too. You got to look at that. Oh, I mean, like uh, Aubameyang missed a couple. Um, Pulisic whipped on the ball. I mean, there were several opportunities where we uh, Havertz had a free header and headed it right mm-hmm. to the goalie. Like, I mean, there was, you know, those missed opportunities. I mean, still, I addressed this last episode that our XG is still not that great. They still beat yeah. us on expected goals this, you know, match. Um, it went by much. We actually made it above one this time, which I was shocked. Um, normally, yeah. like, 0.8 or something like that. But um, to your point about the, you know, Potter, whether he's a genius, whether he's an idiot, I, and I started alluding to this last podcast, and I sort of stopped myself a lot on it because I wanted you to be here for it. But I, I honestly think it comes down to it doesn't matter who the manager of this team is. We've they're only going to get so much out of these players. Like I feel like yeah. the month of October will be Pete Potter's time here at this yeah. club. Like I don't think he's gonna have another run like this. I don't think we're gonna see, you know, another run where we get like two or three months where we win or we don't lose, you know, like we've done in the past with other managers. I just don't see that happening. But I don't think it's necessarily Potter, just like I don't think it was Tuchel. And I don't think it was necessarily Lampard even. I think at some point you run into a thing where you have the players and you're just dealt that hand and you've got to play with the cards that you have. And in this case, the players that Potter has. And he's doing the best with what he can. I mean, an example is, you know, perfect example is last match when we missed the opportunities that we had. Like we had the opportunity to score. That that game should have been three or four nil at halftime. Like it shouldn't have even, like we should have gone to the second half, just been able to sit back, do nothing, control the game. And that would have been it, you know, and put on some subs earlier than what we got to probably. But I think you can only do so much with what you have. And I think that's where we're at with Potter. I mean, Tuchel, like I went back and found the quote because I wanted to say it on the podcast because I went back and found it. He said this over the summer. I think this was after, yeah, after we lost to Arsenal 4-0 in the preseason. And they asked, you know, Tuchel, you know, what's the deal? He says, we had the same issues because we had the same players. And I think that sums Chelsea up in a nutshell. It's like, Potter has essentially come in and done the exact same thing Tuchel did, shored up the defense, you know, implored his tactics, and they're working, and they're getting us in positions to score goals. Our players just simply aren't good enough to finish those chances. Yeah. So, I, I and I don't, I think Potter's done good since he's been here. I don't think he's done anything that Tuchel wasn't doing, to say the least. I mean, besides, mm-hmm. I guess, his probably biggest is Keppa coming in and the way that Keppa's played. But if Keppa doesn't play the way that Keppa's playing, I don't nobody's talking about Potter right now. Right. So because Keppa's the one right. that's kept us in, you know, was he had four clean sheets since Potter's been here, five clean sheets since Potter's been here, whatever it is. Um Yeah, yeah. So and I mean should have had one against United. Um so and I mean that's the thing. It's like the same issue. Like we couldn't close games out under Tuchel. We can't close mm-hmm. games out under Potter. Like it's the same, and it's not. I don't think it's either one of the managers. I think it's the players at this point in time. I mean, like, granted, we got robbed in the Tottenham match, you know, and got yeah. three points stolen from us. But the same thing happened at Tottenham that happened at United this past weekend. That's six points that we've dropped. Right. So is I. 
I'm really at this point in time starting to look at the players more than I am. And I don't think it matters what the hell manager we have in at this point in time. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I like, and I don't want to sound because I agree with you. I think like we can only go so far with these players. Um, and I don't want to sound overly negative here. I just think that we we're talking about. This is going to be bad. I'm going to say this, and this is going to be bad. <laughs> Do it. We're we're talking about, we're celebrating the fact that we could only get a fourth place trophy right now. And that is that is some Arsenal mentality. Not mm-hmm. this season, but like Arsenal of the last 15 years mentality. Mm-hmm. And Tottenham and, mentality. For and sure. Tottenham mentality. More Tottenham mentality than anybody. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, though, we're going to the next round of Champions League. That's more money. That's great. Potter's on a great streak. That is awesome. Potter, I think, man management has been awesome. I think he has reinvigorated these players. I think they're. I think the the manager bump is starting to plateau. And I think that what you said about this is as good as Potter's going to get is probably a pretty good point because we that this was a great month for him to succeed mm-hmm. um, because because we we have some layups. And the thing the thing about Chelsea though of the past few seasons is we haven't made the layups. And so it's good to see those out. So that's another positive. Um, but yeah, man, how many chances are we just going to blow in front of goal? We cannot win anything like that. Um, we, we cannot win anything if we cannot depend on players to perform at a consistent level. And, I think that like is part of the whole Pulisic situation because man, the, the Pulisic stands on, on the internet. I mean, and it's fine. Like love a player. I I love any player who wears Chelsea's badge and I want them to succeed. Like, but, but we're looking at right now we had 15 total shots and I can't really find the stat on where how many of them were on goal. I believe it was though. eleven. We had eleven on goal. I believe it was. Let me. Okay, so that I'll pull it up. so that so that's even worse. Yeah, that we did eleven. Make... It was eleven on target. Wow. Okay. Well, that's better than normal. Yeah, that but, is a lot better than normal. Um, but our our accuracy, our passing accuracy, was only eighty four percent, and we had seventy something percent of the possession. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah, be that 70%. low. Yeah, it shouldn't be that yeah. low when you have that much possession. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Pulisic's passing accuracy was eighty percent. Mm-hmm. Like he's below the average of the team. Always, <laughs> like he's not living up to what people say he's doing. Um, but like this is a player that people are standing for right now, and I totally understand it. Like you think that he hasn't gotten a fair shot. This is three managers that you're thinking he hasn't gotten a fair shot under. Like, like, so we're blaming all three managers. Um, I'm just kind of Occam, Occam's razoring it here for a second. Maybe it's not the managers. I'm just going to leave that hanging. <laughs> but Pulisic played 75 minutes, had one assist, which was a basic pass that should have been made anyway. And to his credit, he drew three defenders – Sure, I'll give you that. Good. He should be doing that. Um, oh, never mind. His passing accuracy was 79%. He 
He created two chances. Um, he had 54 touches. He had one of five successful dribbles. No accurate long balls out of two. Was dispossessed four times. He won none of no tackles. Uh, he had one chance for that. He had he did have two interceptions and he had three recoveries. He lost the most ground duels out of everybody on the pitch. He lost twelve ground duels or twelve duels in general. Uh, he uh, won three out of twelve and then uh, ground and won two out of five aerial. Um, like that's not a good performance. Well, he's not, he's not a wing back. And that's like, right. that's, that's the thing that kills me is that people scream at Tuchel for the wing back for playing people out of position, but that's all Potter does too. They have right. the same, they're the exact same coach essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know why the little players stop playing for Tuchel at the end of the day, but then also this is a great month to be Potter. This is a great month to have a good streak. This is a great month to like do what you're doing. And I'm not I'm not faulting Potter for anything, really. Like I think that it 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 really comes down to the point that you made earlier. Like this is this team is only so good. They cannot perform consistently. That we we have seen games out for a longer period of time than we normally do. Uh, since Potter has come in, and for the and, and and I praise the team for that. Like I, I like I cannot take anything away from the performances that this team is doing. Is this the best that we're going to get? Like until players hit, and this is what we were saying at the beginning of the season. Until until we see players hit, until we see players live up to their potential, you can't predict anything about this team, mm-hmm. and it could go either way. Yep. And I think that we have. We have had, and we said at the beginning of this podcast or this season as well, we're going to need a lot of luck. Yep. And I feel like we have done a good job of, of taking advantage of chances that will get us just over the line. But we should have had several goals in this game. Mm-hmm. And, and we cannot score. And we're having a lot of trouble. Like what, what we had like one, one game that where we won three – uh, with three or more goals this season, like our goal differential is pretty paltry compared to the teams above us, and Man United is uh, nipping at our heels because we we couldn't see out that game. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just an interesting. I feel like this has been such a weird season because we started out really roller coastery, and then all hell broke loose when Tuchel came out. Then Potter comes in. And then the UK goes into a period of mourning, and we don't have football for a long time because that comes right before an international break. And then now we're at a place where we're playing consistently and we're doing really well. But I don't, I don't feel like the performances have really matched like what we've been able to get out of the games. And that shows a lot of tenacity on the players' part. That shows a lot of mental fortitude on the players' part. It shows a lot of, uh, of good qualities by potter to come into a tumultuous uh, uh uh locker room and really kind of get a handle on things um he had a lot of time to set that up i think it was like the perfect timing to to get rid of tuchel um which is weird to say because i didn't want to get rid of tuchel but yeah it's like you're saying same players same players same problems fundamentals are out the window 
we've we've been really really fortunate um in that but to say that you sound overly negative <laughs> but i'm not trying to be overly negative because i'm really happy about where we are but yeah. but like you cannot stand pulisic and, and like think that he's doing a great job when he gets an assist off of a pass he should be making and we're lucky that that pass was part of the 84% he or the 79% he did well on. <laughs> and you want to give him all the credit in the world. And we have several players on the team that do not deserve to be starting. Um, and maybe, and, and I don't know, I haven't seen Pulisic deserve to start either. But then they're all, all the players that don't deserve to be starting, if, if we benched them all, we would have no one on the pitch. So That's true. Yeah. yeah, anyway, rant rant over. I just I, I just was kind of shocked at like how poorly we played mm-hmm. yesterday. But here's the thing though. But should, it still wasn't bad. Should we Sorry. really be that shocked that to your point about how poorly we've played? Our last three matches, Brentford we were trash. Yeah. United we were trash for the first thirty minutes of that match. First thirty five minutes of that match we were trash. And then yeah. Salzburg, we weren't that great either. Like it's yeah. like the la- the run of form we're on right now is not that great. Like we beat Villa, I would argue mm-hmm. we didn't have a good match against Villa. It took yeah. luck to beat Villa. Right. Like we beat Milan twice. Milan half their team is out right now. Right. Like we beat Wolverhampton. We see what's going on there. They're not in good. Mm-hmm. They're awful right now. Potter's test is gonna be. In these next two weeks leading up to the World Cup, all right, we have Brighton this weekend. We shouldn't struggle mm-hmm. with Brighton. We're Chelsea. We shouldn't. We probably will because it's a <laughs> mid-table team. Right. We'll probably struggle with them. But then you have Zagreb, which rests your players. Just rest them. Right. I don't, we can right. lose that game. We're fine. It doesn't matter. Then you have Arsenal on a Sunday right. afternoon, and that's a huge match. They will that's probably huge. still be first going into that match. Or at least top two, you know, going into that match. So yeah, that's a huge match. Then we have a uh, EFL Cup with Man City. I'm not even counting that game. I don't care if we lose, we lose. I don't really care. Whatever. Yeah. And then you have Newcastle, who is ahead of us now in the table after that. And then you have the World Cup break. So Potter needs to get, in my opinion, he needs to get at least four points out of, or he needs to get at least. I think for us to have any shot at challenging for the top, he needs at least seven points out of these two, out of these three matches. Like he needs to win yeah. two and draw one. Like you have to come out of this with points because we've we've already dropped points to United, which we shouldn't have dropped. We dropped points to Brentford, which we shouldn't have you know dropped. We're lucky not to lose the Brentford game. We're lucky to get out of there with a point. So it's yeah, yeah. I and it's like you said, I'm trying not to be negative because he hasn't lost yet. Like, that's the thing. Right, he hasn't right. lost, but, and I don't think it's Potter. Like, I honestly think, like, he's getting the best out of what he can with these players. I mean, I mean, I think you're seeing how vital Kovacic is to this, to this midfield. Like, if he's yeah. not playing, we're going to struggle. Like, yeah. if he doesn't play, it's not going to be good. And that sucks because he's nursing an injury. So, it's like he's forced to get out there and play. And then I think he's, and I mean, he, Potter, I don't know if you've heard his quotes from, I think it was, I don't know if it's pre-match. I think it was pre-match. Yeah. Talking and praising Sterling and everything. And I was just like really hoping that Sterling was going to be dropped. 
Yeah. You know, but from what Potter said, I don't think Sterling's ever going to be dropped, which he's been That's... poor lately. Like, poor. Yeah. He's been poor since he got here. He has been, and nobody realizes. Like, nobody is saying that. No, and, yeah. And going back to the beginning of this podcast, neither one of us really wanted Sterling. It was sort of like, right. okay, he's good, but he's not great. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I said it on the last podcast Pep can make a freaking rock look great. Like, right. he's right. one of the best managers in the world. Yeah. So. It, he made Sterling look better than what he was. You're, you're looking at it, and Jesus was clearly the better one of those players. Right. Like, yes. That Pep probably didn't give enough chances to. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's just such a weird situation. Because I don't want to be negative. I don't want to, and I don't think we are being totally negative. And we're not saying it's Potter. That's the thing I think people need to realize. Yeah. We're not saying it's Potter. We're saying it's the players and the quality of players that Potter's having to deal with. To, yeah. And the fact that he's getting these results out of these players, I guess, speaks more to Potter than, you know, whatever. But, you know, we don't know why they stopped playing for Tuchel. Because right. tactically, they're very similar. I like Tuchel a little more because of his emotion and his passion that he has. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to knock Potter because he's doing the best with what he's got. And yeah, I don't know. No, I think that's all. That's all extremely good points. I, um, I, yeah, I, I connected with Tuchel in a way that I haven't connected with Potter yet, outside of the yeah. whole turtleneck thing. Yeah, <laughs> I love turtleneck yes. Potter. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, I, the only, the only people who want Sterling benched are the people are the the Pulisic stands right now. True, but they want everybody benched so Pulisic can play. Um, yeah, but I mean. To, to j- just to throw it out there though, because everybody who accuses like people of getting mad at Pulisic for not playing well, they're like, "Well, you are okay with Mount? Well, you're okay with Havertz? Well, you're okay with Star-? no? I'm not okay with anybody right now. Like, I, I just do not think that they're playing well. I think that we are getting results well. I do not think we are playing well enough. I I think we've gotten more than we deserve." That's a to, fair to point. Be fair. That's a fair point. And and I think that we've been very fortunate. Something we've complained about a lot on on this podcast, especially at the beginning, was how just unfortunate it feels a lot of times mm-hmm. during a game that we don't get more from it. So I, I think this is a happy time in terms of how luck is going our way in a lot of situations. I feel like we've just been very, very, very fortunate. I don't. I don't want to say lucky because I do think that. But you, we talk about wanting luck. I do think that we can create our own luck, and I think that we we are falling behind in that situation. We're falling behind in creating our own luck because we're not taking advantage of the chances that we create, and so I, I just don't think we're getting out of it what what we want. I mean, like our goal differential right now is five. Mm-hmm. It's five. Now, that's better than Man U's, which is none. And they sent one point behind us. That's not as good as Newcastle's, which is yeah. 10. And they sent that we sit even with them on points at the moment, although we have a game in hand. Tottenham have nine. Um, they have one more point. Oh, no, they have two more points than we do, but we have a game in hand. Man City's goal differential is 25 right now. Now, they've had some games where they just went off, but Arsenal's is a respectable 14. Mm-hmm. Like, like, 
how are we supposed to compete with that? Like, that's the difference in in them winning games. That's the difference in yeah. Arsenal having one loss and us having two, but Arsenal winning nine, and we and we're winning six mm-hmm. at this point. I mean that that shows the difference. That's seven points at the at this point in the season. That's just gonna that gap can, is gonna widen unless some of these players come good, and we stop just relying on fortune. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like if you if you get the three points at United. You get the three points at Tottenham, and mm-hmm. you get the three points at Brentford. Right. You're sitting top of the table right now. Yep. Yep. And it's two games that we should have put away that never should have, yes. you know. And then the Brentford game, we just, I mean, we're lucky to get out of there with a point, but you shouldn't struggle that much with Brentford. Like, yeah. Potter beat them when he, had, when he played with Brighton. Brighton's quality of players are a lot less than Chelsea's. So, like, we should be beating Brentford. So, yeah. then we have Brighton this weekend. So, it's like, I don't know. Like, you, these are the matches, like, and this is the difference between, like, you were just saying, us being a top team and us fighting for fourth and then relying on other teams to help us get that fourth spot like it has been for the past two years, three years, yeah. you know. So, it's... We're always relying on other teams. It's never about yeah. us seizing that moment, seizing that you know opportunity that we have. Like literally, all you have to do against United is defend for six minutes. That's it. Yep. And yeah. we couldn't even do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think our results are a lot more favorable than even. I don't know. It. We're just. I think we're lucky to be in the position that we're in right now. And I don't know yeah. why. How did this turn so negative? On a podcast where we won, yeah, yeah. won a match two one. I I think that it's it's just crazy because we see potential. Yeah. But we see Chelsea not living up to that potential, and it's just been years of that. True. And I think I think at this point, like I'm I'm just frustrated that we can't put together better performances. Mm-hmm. But then it's hard to be so negative about it because we came out with the win, and we we talk about mental fortitude. And we talk about seeing it out a lot. But then you have games against Man U where we don't see it out. You have games against Brentford where we don't see it out. You have games where we struggle against Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we won 2-0. Like, that's the most deceiving score I've seen in a long yeah. time. And that's how I feel about this game. I just think it's a bit deceiving. Like I think that we're lucky to not have drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, but, but we're also unlucky to not have scored more. Yeah. But then is that really luck? Because this is a this is a game in game out thing a complaint that we have against the players that are up top. They're not doing what they want. And back to where we're talking about Sterling, where we were very skeptical of him coming in. Like, yeah, of course it's exciting to have a player who has performed really well at a high level, who is very experienced in the premier league, who is very fast, who still has a lot to give on the pitch, who is 28, who should be at his prime. But you and I were both like, we'll believe it when we see it. Yep. Because as soon as players get at the top of Chelsea, like it becomes uh, goalless. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and then it's weird that just a few years ago uh, or a couple years ago, because we're still wearing the gold patches where you're like literally champions of the world, mm-hmm. according to UEFA or according to FIFA. Mm-hmm. Like, because we won the FIFA World Cup or, or Club World Cup. Yeah. And it's, and it's like we're wearing those gold patches and I'm watching us perform right now. And I'm like, that was literally a one goal game. And, and, to be fair, Champions League game, Champions League finals are just like that. But we're still giving Havertz a lot of praise 
because and we're like no 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 Havertz can win a game for us and he did win the game for us here mm-hmm. but like how many times has he done that this season yeah and he he won the game for us at the Champions League and I'm just like or the Champions League final and I'm just like this is the same team uh, like how it feels very hard to believe that this team can still compete highly based on how we compete so <laughs> anyway i brought a lot of stuff into that but i i just i have a lot of things going through my mind like how did we win the champions league that year <laughs> like that was like really weird uh i wanted i need to go back and remind myself of our run uh to that uh to the final that year it was impressive but also they were, yeah yeah it's just it's kind of amazing and then like here we are we're like getting out of the group stage when like several weeks ago we didn't think we could we were fortunate that Milan had the problems they had, even though I don't like for any players to get hurt. Um, but it's like how much, but then that all goes into how much credit can we give this team that, that we have players who performed at a high level and have won us championships before, like just a couple years ago and cannot get on the ball, cannot trap the ball, cannot bring the ball down, cannot score on an open net, cannot, head the ball not at the keeper (laughs) cannot you know what i mean like cannot place a header like there's a really big goal there like place you're very tall place the header like i just don't know i just keep thinking wow i'm i'm what you said earlier like we just should not be in the position that we're in i don't want to be negative about the position that we're in but i kind of just want to be realistic about is this going to last this long because I, I keep going back to what you said. It's going to probably haunt me. October might just be peak Potter. And I hope to God we are wrong about that. I hope so, too. But, um, but and maybe, maybe there just is, like, a lot of, like, intangibles that we're not seeing that Potter is able to get from these players. And, and then I, I, I hope and I have faith in those intangibles because that's all I can tell right now. Like, he is setting them up. We do have a lot of of uh opportunities that that we just are not taking advantage of and at to your point again that's not potter that mm-hmm. that's on these players yeah. have these players plateaued has this team plateaued as this team are we going to finish fifth or back because right now the best we can do is a top 4 finish mhm yeah and i mean like uh, i've i've coined a phrase on this podcast over the last two weeks, Jason, about Potter, because okay. the only thing I know to do is we've got to trust the Potter process. TPP, <laughs> trust the Potter process, is what we, we're now a trust the Potter process podcast. That happened while you were away. Yes. Okay. Um, I freaking love that. Yeah. I I'm, I'm, I have trust in the Potter process. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, I will say it right here, definitively. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing as, like, with, 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 with Tuchel. It's like, you just, like, I'm going to back the, the gaffer. I'm going to back him. I'm just going to trust that he knows what he's doing, and he's getting what he can out of these players. And, I mean, I don't even know, like... Yeah. The thing is, is, like, I think we really just need a whole podcast about the state of this club at this moment because it's just so much. Like, I feel like even if we bring in new players, like, we've got to get... Like we've got so many holes we need to fill. Yeah, that yep. it we can bring in players, but it's not really going to matter that much until you get. It's going to take us two years because of financial fair play. 
right. because of the quality of players that we want to bring in. Like, you can't yeah. bring in a Declan Rice, a Jude Bellingham, uh, a freaking Nkuku all in one summer. Like, it's just right. not physically possible anymore because of the way prices are and everything else with, you know, financial fair play. Well, we don't have a hazard to sell either. Right. So, that's the thing is, like, our two our two midfielders are out of contract, you know. Mm-hmm. Are they going to stay or not? Um, I, I mean, we don't – I mean – Holistic, honestly, is probably the only person we could sell. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could sell somebody like a Reese James or Mason Mount, but that's the core of your team. You can't sell those players. Like, we, well, if we do, I write yeah. to that point. Yeah. If we, if if Reese James's name ever gets mentioned by some Chelsea idiot in transfer, I will riot. Well, um, thankfully, we're in contract negotiations with. Well, we finished contract negotiations with James, but yeah. we're we're now giving Mount a new contract, but. A lot of people would say we shouldn't do that this season, but 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 those are the same people that want Pulisic to have a new contract, and I just think that's ridiculous. Yeah, Mount Mount like statistically though has had a good season, like just yeah. not scoring wise, just not goals, just yeah. not goals. But other than that, he's actually had a pretty decent season, which I didn't realize until I was reading Twitter one day and somebody starts posting his stats. Like that's really not that bad. Like it's yeah yeah pretty good. So I don't know. Anyway, this podcast is just like bamboozled. Um, this is supposed to be a Salzburg um match. It's my review. fault. No, it's my it's fault. Fine. I'm sorry. I would, I'm I, back and I ruined the podcast. No, I'd much rather talk about this than the Salzburg match. And you know, whatever. So, um, yeah. Uh oh. Uh, do you want to do a quick prediction for the Brighton match though before we get off here? You read my mind. That's exactly what I was fixing to oh, ask. Yeah. Um. What What's your score prediction for the weekend, Jason? Dude, I'm going. I'm going two nothing. I I just cannot see us scoring that much. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. I'm going two nothing. That's a safe bet for Chelsea at the moment. We don't score that often. I think that we can. We should get two out of this game. I if Brighton sit back and I, I think that that continues to stump us. We're not going to be able to pass through them. We we do not have the pat the fundamentals to do it. Uh, we do not have the fundamentals to score well. Um, I I hope that I keep waiting for the game where this team gets confidence. I don't know if uh, Havertz scoring that goal gives them confidence. I don't know. I keep thinking Aubameyang will get confidence. I keep thinking Sterling will get confidence. I keep thinking Mount will get confidence, and they're just not putting any consistent performances. So I. I think 2-0 is probably as safe as it's going to get. Um, or just Kepa being Kepa right now, I think it's. I, I think a clean sheet is, is is probably in our. It could be in our future, and I don't want to predict a loss right now because I want your prediction to come true, <laughs> and I'm gonna buy you a freaking rubber duck. So, um, so yeah, 2-0 for me. Uh, I'm going 2-1. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. It is hard to think that we will, for sure. I don't even know if we'll score two goals. I'm just trying to be optimistic here. I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. So, I'm just – because, like you said, they're going to sit back. We can't break teams down. But that's been the thing for the three years now. It's been years, yeah. So, what is it – if no – you can't convince me that the last three managers, one who played for Chelsea, another one who is considered one of the best tacticians in the game, and the other one who's considered the future – Considered one of the best tacticians in the game, can none of them can break down a low block tactically? That's BS. They all know how to break down a low block. Yeah, 
it's the players. That's on the players. It's yep. on the players to be creative. And we've been yelling at this team for three years now before this podcast yep. even started way before that we got to have somebody in the midfield that's creative. And we don't have that. Yes. And people are like, let's go buy a strike. Okay, guys. I'm about building from the back. Okay. Yeah. We've gotten a couple of defenders in here. We're good there. You know, we got Colwell yeah. still out on the loan. So I feel like we're okay at defender for now. We got a good right wing back. We got a good left mm-hmm. wing back. Uh, Reese needs a backup. We can all agree yeah. with that. Yeah. We sure. need to start in our midfield now. Like, you've yeah. got to get some creativity in that midfield, and you've got to get yourself a, a defensive midfield where they can control the game, or at least a midfield where they can control the game better than Jorginho can at this point in time in his career. Well, you got to get a midfielder that can control the game and distri- distribute yes. well. And maybe can also get in on the scoring game as well. Yes. Like, could, gone are the days when we had a Lamps that could yeah. score 10 to 15 in a season. Like, the our goals are not coming from the front. Like, but then they're not coming from anywhere else either. We could at least, we used to at least have defenders that could score as well. And we do every now and then now. But mm-hmm. we're, the goals are dried up here at the moment. And we don't have anybody that's willing to step up and make them. Yep. For sure. For sure. It'd be nice to see some a midfielder score consistently, not from the penalty spot. Yes. Yes, exactly. And and not not in a Golasso form. Right. Like, like Kovacic can, because he's had two of those this season so far. I feel like you can have one of those players in your lineup, you know, in a midfield that's not really gonna mm-hmm. score you a lot of goals. It's gonna score banger like like we played forever with uh John B. McHale in our yes. midfield. He yeah. never scored, but the dude was vital to what we did, you know, especially yeah. when Mourinho was here. So you can have, like, one guy, but, like, John O.B. McHale had Mike Lessie and, and Lampard, you know, right. and Bollock. Right. You know, he had other players around him, so it's like, that would score goals. So right. you got to have both, and we have nothing. Like, Jorginho yeah. is our best scored midfielder, and it's just because of penalties. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. It is. So... Kovacic, like you said, I mean, he scores a Galasso at least, you know, a couple times a, a year, you know, but yeah, that's about all he's going to score. He might give you well, one or two here or there, but yeah, that's it. So, I don't know. It's, yeah, there, there's just nobody we can depend on for consistency right now, mm-hmm. and that includes everybody who's starting. Like, I'm not just trying to say, like, don't play Pulisic and play the other people. I'm saying I don't know – there's no player that can do anything right now or that is doing anything right now. <laughs> like, I just don't, I like, they're all bad. I mean, they're, it's hard to say they're bad because we're going on like a crazy, uh, they're average right now, they're average. but they're average. Yeah. They're average. And we're fortunate right now. And that, that's not a negative. That's just, it sounds like it is because it could be better. Yeah, it could be. And I mean, like you look, our best players out injured right now with Reese, like he's been our best player this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could argue Tiago Silva, but that's for other reasons, not like that's for defensive reasons. Like Reese, at least, you know, is great defensively, but then he can also provide you goals and assists. Yeah. So I don't know, man. But then we keep playing, but then Reese is more, well, we're just going to let him cross into the box because it's so good. But it's also like, well, we need him to score because nobody else is scoring. And he's the, he's the guy who can, but we can't so have true. him do both. So, but then it's like, but yeah, I mean, to your point, like he's been a consistently really good player. We are kind of missing him out there on the right right now. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. I mean, I don't know. It is what it is at this point in time. I feel like, like, look, 
I just need to see these next three EPL matches. I need seven out of nine from Potter. I yeah. need two wins, and I'll take two wins and a draw. I don't care who the draw is against. I prefer, <laughs> you know, I prefer to beat Arsenal if you, you know, yeah. put a gun to my head. But I prefer to yeah. beat them. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We, I just it's feel gonna like it's going to be a tall order, and then we're not playing for a while. So it's yeah. going to be really interesting. It is. And like coming back from, you know, when we come back in late December, you know, Reese will hopefully be back then. Koulibaly should be 100% by then. Hopefully, Kovacic won't be because he'll be freaking playing the World Cup. So he's still going to be limping around probably. Um, yeah. You know, you'll have Jorginho will be re- well rested since Italy's not in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you'll have a lot of your players rested, you know, right? So, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, we can come back and we can start a good run in January because I mean, normally December, January, we suck, so especially right, December. Right. So, I don't know. But. It's gonna be an interesting year and it's gonna be really congested come come that, especially yeah. if we're in, and I hate to say it, the domestic cups. I mean, it's like I don't want to be in the domestic cups. And, and it's like the domestic cups are important and I totally revere them. But at the same time, I'm worried about our players getting injured. And I think we're playing too much football. We are a hundred percent playing. That's a whole nother episode. We need to just dive into that episode, but I agree hundred percent. We're playing. Hey, it sounds like we got some good topics during the world cup. Yeah, we definitely did. We're playing way too much football. Um, yeah. but yeah, let's get out of here. Um, we will bring y'all, I'm sure a match review of Brighton this weekend or something. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? What, who knows what we'll do? Um, yeah. but anyway, guys, uh, Jason, tell them where they can find us. Twitter at the Ball and Foot. Look for us there. Uh, we don't care about the other things. Just Twitter. <laughs> Just Twitter. Uh, shout out Elon Friday. Um, uh, <laughs> take it over. I don't think a lot of people are happy about it, but shout out Elon. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes on Friday. Um, yeah, could get interesting. Um. Yeah, anyway, iTunes, Spotify, um, yeah, anyway, uh, I think, oh, Jason, I think uh, we need to have a special uh, episode uh, where we do okay. a Taylor Swift album review. Of her oh, album yeah. Just dropped, I haven't so. listened to it yet, you but should. I have heard the buzz. Yeah, I, I watched one of the music videos, and it was kind of interesting but uh, very interesting but, yeah. music video not i don't that's not one of my favorite songs on the album yeah so, yeah, yeah um that's kind of interesting that they released that song though because i well, i was yeah. slightly disappointed in that song maybe but i well, haven't normally, listened to others normally her first singles do suck so normally it's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. best song on the cd True. like because i mean last time i don't know she had those two random albums during covid that don't really count in her discography <laughs> which are two of my right. favorite albums by her by the way but Right. That's besides the point. Um, but yes, I'm a, I'm a big Tay-Tay stan. If people don't yeah. know that, then you can get a little, you know. But she is not the original OG. We'll shout out the original OG, Kelly Clarkson, oh, yeah. on Kelly. this podcast. Yeah. Kelly is Definitely the original the OG. Yeah. Ain't, not, um, ain't nothing like Breakaway. Best CD ever yeah. made. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. Good times. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're going to get out of here. So, uh Enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully Chelsea picks up a big three points, and we'll catch y'all on the flip side. We promise we're not trying to be overly negative, flippity-floppity.